Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. But right now, Kurt joins us from Atlanta. Kurt Suzuki on the hotline. And Kurt, you guys didn't get much sleep. You got into Atlanta about 4 a.m. going into last night's contest. You didn't look like it, though. You looked like you got a great night in bed. What'd you make of the breakout performance to kick off the biggest series of your season? Yeah, it was nice. You know, it's always nice to start off a series like that, uh, especially a big series uh, with Atlanta in the division. They're obviously leading the division. So uh, sometimes those nights where you get in late and, uh, you know, get no sleep, you come out and you score a lot of runs. And um, luckily for us, it, it happened last night. Kurt, how tough is the preparation? Because you all didn't find out until late the night before that you were going to see Kyle Wright instead of Julio Teheran. If it's a guy that's an established pitcher, you've got a book on him. But a guy like Wright, you don't. How tough is that preparation for the new hurler in that situation? It's almost it's almost better because you don't have all this information where you're you're uh, overthinking things and, and stuff like that. You know, you just kind of go out there and trust your instincts and and see the ball and hit it. Obviously, we have a little basic scouting report on what he has in the minor leagues and his brief, brief time in the big leagues. But uh, for the most part, you go up there and, and um, you know, you just use your instinct, like I said, and, and it plays out better because you don't overthink it. How about Strauss? Three hits, a homer, and five batted in last night. Yeah, he made that look pretty easy. Uh, uh, it, was, it was a pretty cool, cool thing to see. Um, you know, you obviously, I've never seen that in my entire career, and and, uh, you know, especially Homer and driving all those runs and three, three for three and, uh, you know, pitch well. It, it was pretty cool. There's only been two pitchers, in fact, during the DH era that started back in the 70s that have ever pulled off the night he had last night. So most of us have never seen it. Kurt Suzuki's on Grant and Danny. You know, he was dancing in the dugout. I love that you guys have the little dance tunnel. Looks like Gerardo Parra was brought in in seasons in the middle of a lot of those things. You're rolling 19 of 25, 20 of 27, 32 and 13 now, the best team in baseball since late May. What clicked? What changed? And how did you know that you guys were going to turn the corner if you did? Um, you know, we've got a bunch of veteran guys on our team, you know, and uh, we've got guys that have been to the World Series, guys that have played in the playoffs a lot. You know, I think that, you know, obviously it wasn't the start that we wanted, but at the same time, um, you know, we, we understood it was a long season. We understood how good our team was. We, we had a ton of injuries in the beginning of the year, and we knew once we got guys healthy, things would start rolling, and, and it showed, you know. Kurt, for you and Jan being new guys to the club, in, in the case of at least four of the starters you're working with right now are veteran guys, but how long does it take for you and Jan as new catchers coming over to a ball club to get in step with those starting pitchers within that rotation so everything between you really becomes instinctive and you guys can get on that same page and start rolling? Yeah, it takes some time. You know, it definitely takes some uh, getting used to and all that stuff. Spring training is, is not very, it's not long enough to, to get on the, um, a good groove. You know, you have to go in the season and, and things like that. But, you know, I think for myself and Jan included, I think we, we've been around for, for a little bit now that we kind of understand um, patterns and uh, sequences and 
you know, we understand how important it is to get on the same page as the pitcher. And, and I think just being around for a little bit now and understanding the process and things like that, it might speed it up a little bit. But, um, you know, it definitely takes some time and, and time to getting used to. But, you know, we feel like we've, we've done a pretty good job so far. Kurt, two, two-parter here. First, I think you're better offensively now than you were when you were here the first time. You know, I think you're better now in your mid-30s than you were in your high 20s. I want to know if you agree with that. And the numbers bear it out. Your OPS is your highest three OPSs in your career were 17, 18, 19 at ages 33, 34, 35. If that's the case, why do you think that is? What has changed late in your career here? I don't know. Um... You know, it, it's it's a it's a weird game. You know, I, I felt like, you know, I started off really strong and in the beginning of my career, then kind of hit a little middle pass and got good, and then kind of faded away, and then you know came back strong the last couple of years. I think it's it's just it's just baseball. The ebbs and flows of baseball. Obviously, I would have loved to to sustain, um, you know, the the productivity, but you know, with the position that I'm in and and things like that. Um, you know, you could say that, you know, not playing on an everyday basis um, has a lot to do with it, especially, you know, getting older in my age, kind of keeping me fresher, keeping me stronger, uh, and things like that, I think, that have, have helped. But, um, you know, there's some few swings, things that I tweak in my swing, but nothing crazy. You know, my swing's pretty pretty much the same as it always been. It's just, um, you know, I, I can't explain it. So the analytics part of it, you know, you're not necessarily being like a launch angle guy. You're not one of these guys who changed with the, the, the information that we have late in your career. No, I think when I when I do think about that launch angle and all that stuff, I start hitting fly balls and, and then start popping up and swinging and missing and, and all that kind of stuff. You know, I, I just try to hit the ball hard. Um, you know, I feel like my swing has a has a natural loft in it anyway, but. When I think about launch angle, it gets a little even more exaggerated, which I don't want. So uh, the more direct I can be to the ball, the better. And, and you know, if, if it goes in the air over the fence, that's great. But I'm just really honestly just trying to hit the ball hard. Curtis, a veteran, you've been in a lot of clubhouses. But as we, we observe you all as major league players, you're the best in the profession. We almost look at you as robots from time to time because you're pros. But do we underrate a free and you know, fun clubhouse that it seems that you all have right now where it just seems like you guys are playing relaxed, you guys are having a lot of fun out there, and thus it is translated uh, into consistent results uh, for this team. Do we underrate that part of the game for you all? It's, it's a, I mean, we, we try to keep this game fun, you know. Like I said, you know, we've got, we got a veteran team. we got guys that have been through the, the trenches, guys that have been through the grind, um, you know, for a long time, and you know, we understand that you got to have fun. You know, you got to have fun in this game. Uh, the more stress and all that kind of stuff you put on, on yourself and, you know, as collectively as a team, you know, it, it turns out to be a long season. You know, the more fun you can have, you know, enjoying being around each, each and every one of our teammates, I think, uh, makes the season uh, go by better. And, you know, we're just trying to do that right now and, you know, translating onto the field, and it, it's been great. Kurt Suzuki's been to the playoffs twice in 2012 here with the Nats and 2018 last year with Atlanta. He's in Atlanta taking on the Braves with the Nationals looking for a second win in two games tonight to start this four-game series. You can listen to the game at 720 here on The Fan as he joins us on 106.7 The Fan. Uh, Kurt, you mentioned the workload. I want to circle back to that for a second. We get callers all the time that say, man, Kurt Suzuki's killing the ball. Every time he starts, he has a great game. They got to play him more. 
But you said part of maybe why you're so effective is that you're not being overtaxed. Could you play more and, and do what you're doing as consistently, or is this kind of like the perfect amount of play time for you at this point of your career? Um, I don't know. You know, I, I, I feel like, you know, the way I train and all that stuff and my body, you know, I feel like, you know, I'm able to do it. But, you know, obviously it's, it's been working the last couple of years or last two to three years. It's been working out great. Um, you know, you really don't want to change a good thing. But obviously when it, if it comes to a time where, you know, they want me to play more than whatever. You know, I, I leave that up to David. He's been doing a good job so far this year of managing, um, you know, myself and Jan's workload and uh, keeping us both fresh and, and things like that. So, you know, I think it's going great. Obviously, you know, if, if they want me to catch more, great. But uh, right now, the way it is, I think it's, it's real productive uh, on both ends. Kurt, you obviously made the playoffs with Atlanta last year. You all have played Atlanta enough now at least to get a read. Do you see much difference in this version of the Braves uh, than the one from a year ago that obviously ascended to win a division title? No, they're, they're you know, they got great young arms. Uh, obviously, they got exciting young players mixing with, with a bunch of good veteran players, you know, Marquez, Freeman, um, McCann, Flowers, um, guys like that. You know, they get, they got some some good good talent, Donaldson, um, but uh, you know they're a scrappy team. You know they're never they're never going to give up, and and you know I think that you know they kind of resemble ourselves a little bit, where you know we we play to the last out, we're going to keep grinding away at you, we're going to keep grinding away, and and um, you know that's, that's the type of team they are. Kurt, before we let you go, a couple of quick ones here. First on Max Scherzer, calm my nerves a little bit if you can. Have you talked to Max? How's he feeling? No, he'll be fine. He'll be fine. He's. Uh, you know, he's, he's getting his arm ready. He, like, you know what, like you said, you know, it's out there. He wants to be 100%, and, you know, you respect that. It's, it's, we got a long ways to go, and um, obviously we would love for him to be uh, pitching for us right now, but, um, you know, we got to get him right. 